Hello and welcome to the Mountainburg Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Thursday, November 16th. I'm reading from the New International Version this week. We are making our way through Mark, beginning in chapter 9 and verse 30 today, and we'll go through the end of the chapter. And then we'll move on over to the Psalms, and we're in Psalm 79 today. In Mark chapter 9, we're going to read about Jesus predicting his death for a second time, and then the idea of whoever is not against us is for us. And then there's a passage about causing others to stumble. Mark chapter 9, starting in verse 30. They left that place and passed through Galilee. Jesus did not want anyone to know where they were, because he was teaching his disciples. He said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, but after three days he will rise. But they did not understand what he meant and were afraid to ask him about it. They came to Capernaum. When he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the road? But they kept quiet because on the way they had argued about who was going to be the greatest. Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. He took a little child whom he placed among them Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. Teacher, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop, because he was not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said. For no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Truly, I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah will certainly not lose their reward. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, It would be better for them if a large millstone had hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than with two hands to go into hell, where the fire never goes out. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where the worms that eat them do not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt among yourselves and be at peace with one another. This passage about causing others to stumble is a difficult one for me because I often think of a relationship that I had with a friend who was a new believer and I I should have been someone 
who was mature in the faith and helped her along. And I believe that instead, I really was someone who who hindered her faith. And so anytime I read this passage, I just think about my friend and just want to pray for her. I don't know if perhaps you have something like that in your own life where you wish you had done more for someone. I am comforted by the fact that the Lord hears our prayers, even if we don't even know where that person is anymore. He is at work, and I just want to stay open to how the Lord might continue to want to use us as instruments of His grace in the lives of those around us. Help us, Lord, to be a people who do not cause others to stumble. In the Psalms today, we're in Psalm 79. This is a psalm that recounts the time when the Babylonians came into Jerusalem and ransacked it and destroyed the temple. And it is a raw kind of psalm. There are several main points of this psalm. One is the idea of the catastrophe that has come, the tragic fall of Jerusalem due to Israel's apostasy. And then there's this idea of God's just judgment on the nations that are responsible for opposing Israel. And in the midst of all this, in the psalm, Asaph confesses his need for forgiveness of sins. Dr. Douglas Webster says this about the forgiveness in the psalm. In the midst of all this tragedy and vented pain, the psalmist pleads for forgiveness. No sincere believer would ever claim not to need forgiveness. All of us, and especially the most faithful and mature believers among us, embrace the need to pray, Help us, God, our Savior. For the glory of your name, deliver us and forgive our sins for your name's sake. That's Psalm 79 and verse 9. This is the reason every Christian worship service includes a prayer of confession not because someone may have sinned, but because we all need to confess our sins and pray for forgiveness. The end of this psalm reminds us that God is the great shepherd. Psalm 78 began with the reminder of God as shepherd, and this one ends with a reminder of God as shepherd. And as we know, every um, page of Scripture points to Jesus, who is the great shepherd of the sheep who laid down his life for us all. Psalm 79, a psalm of Asaph. O God, the nations have invaded your inheritance. They have defiled your holy temple. They have reduced Jerusalem to rubble. They have left the dead bodies of your servants as food for the birds of the sky. The flesh of your own people for the animals of the wild. They have poured out blood like water all around Jerusalem, and there is no one to bury the dead. We are objects of contempt to our neighbors, of scorn and derision to those around us. How long, Lord, will you be angry forever? How long will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not acknowledge you, on the kingdoms that do not call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob and devastated his homeland. Do not hold against us the sins of past generations. May your mercy come quickly to meet us, for we are in desperate need. Help us, God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. 
Deliver us and forgive our sins for your name's sake. Why should the nations say, Where is their God? Before our eyes make known among the nations that you avenged the outpoured blood of your servants. May the groans of the prisoners come before you. With your strong arm, preserve those condemned to die. Pay back into the laps of our neighbors seven times the contempt they have hurled at you, Lord. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will praise you forever from generation to generation. We will proclaim your praise. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. To end the podcast today, I want to pray a benediction over you and a blessing that the Lord, our shepherd, might lead and guide you. This is from Hebrews chapter 13, starting in verse 20. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen.